before you listen to the rest of this show, watch this fucking movie because it's it will really get you in the head. It really will. Watch it and then come back or don't do whatever you want to fucking do with your life. I'm not here to tell you how to live, but make sure you have consent if it involves another person. Exactly. The following show will destroy your self-worth with excessive expletives, overtly descriptive sexual deviance, and more desperation for external validation than any so-called entertainment should ever be allowed. Talentless losers who are about as insightful and provocative as a comatose jellyfish. Cinema Psyops. A tendency to deprave and corrupt those whose minds are open to such immoral influences and to whose hands a publication of this sort may fall. So if someone of a dirty bird gets hold of your stuff and it makes them a dirtier bird, then it's labeled obscene. Encouraging the lowest, most base, and animalistic of desires to all who will listen. Because we, as a society, have decided that a cinema psyops represents our base and vulgar impulses, and that acknowledging our use of it rattles our collective conscience. I was trying my best to make a positive impact in the lives of others, but secretly I was involved in a relationship that was taking over my life. Cinema Psyops. It was leaving me wounded and depressed, unable to even manage the relationships that mattered to me. Auditory vermin infesting every aspect of the human condition, spreading their filth and foul disease. The Black Plague Podcast. Cinema Psyops. With Court and Matt. Welcome to the 210th episode of Cinema Psyops. I think it's 210. I'm not really sure. <laughs> and you, you know, you know, you really don't know when your voice gets higher. I That's think it's I 210. Is it 210? Is it 209? Have I been doing this show too long? Should I quit? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Why do I keep talking like this? This is why I like playing cards with Court, because it's like, I don't think I have a very good head. Well, I fold. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, I think he figured me out again. <laughs> I fingered you out? Listen. Yes, you what fingered are we, me what out. Were we already in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> It is, in fact, episode 210, and the movie that we are talking about tonight is Memories Within Miss Aggie. Yeah. Did I get that right? Yes. Or as I'd like to call it, Pushing Rope Into Miss Aggie. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! Or as I like to call it, A Bird Trying to Get a Worm with Miss Aggie. Yeah. yeah oh man, my these gosh. These guys had a... Well, okay, I don't want to rude that, though. I mean, let's hold on. Number one, let's talk about the title alone. See, uh, knowing what this next few weeks are bringing, I'm going to playing a little game with myself uh, when I'm watching the movies. Is this a horror movie or is this a porn? Now, <laughs> if I would have read the title correctly, Memories Within Miss Aggie, I would have been like going in porn. Yeah. But I saw Memories With Miss Aggie and I was like, it, so I missed the within. I uh-huh. just read the with because I did it quick. So I'm like, ooh, this could be an either or. Uh-oh. I'm really, you know, I'm, I'm and when, I, when we're actually doing the review, I'll get into more moments where I'm like, uh, you know, before obviously I find out, hey, it's really porn but because it spoiler alert it's porn <laughs> <laughs> and by spoiler
spoiler, we mean there's no question on whether or not this is porn. No, this is porn. This is this. I mean, this is full on penetrative porn. Now, I happen to have a little bit of knowledge as to why there was so much rope being pushed around. Oh, yeah. For Miss Aggie. Uh huh. This is apparently an issue that happened in the earliest days of pornographic film. It's a thing. Believe it or not. Really? Yeah. This is something that I got a little bit of information from. But this I, isn't like are the you beginning a, days of porn. This is the 70s, man. Porn was like going. Yeah, da, 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 uh, you don't know that. There's oh. a reason that people think that porn actually got so prominent in the 70s is because that's where a lot of the cases fighting against the obscenity bans and things like that that were happening. Yeah. So there was a, like in New York, the state of New York, there was the mob that got heavily involved in this. I know a lot of this stuff from the Deuce, You're, okay. the HBO show, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Okay. And some of it I know from a little bit of just like film history about the 42nd Street theaters and how like porn basically became the thing there and like, okay. you know, the peep shows and all yeah. that. But from what I've gathered from watching that show and then some of the other things that I've seen in documentaries and stuff, we'll try and make this as short as possible, <laughs> much like some of the performers in this movie. <laughs> Coincidentally, I'm feeling really good about my prowess yeah, as a yeah, lover in yeah, this film. I'm not. I'm feeling pretty, you know, for the first time in my life, I actually feel good about myself as a husband. <laughs> right, me too. <laughs> I, I was like, wow, it could be, I almost wanted to yell upstairs, hey, honey, it could be a lot worse. <laughs> same. Yeah. Same, 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 Matt. Same, same. The idea, basically, that I'm, I'm getting at here is, in a lot of cases, this was still an illegal thing that they were doing when they were filming it. Uh-huh. And what it would end up being is they would film it, and then they would basically trim stuff to get it to pass obscenity laws, or they would just fight it in court. The attorneys for the mob would fight it in court yeah. so they could sell these pictures. The more they got banned, and the more that they pushed, and the more obscenity laws that they were fighting against, mm -hmm. the further out the envelope got, the more and more it got to what we now know as porn. Yes. And so this is one of those films, like in the like earlyish seventies, like late sixties, earlyish seventies is when this envelope started getting pushed. Yeah. And this is towards the end of that. And there's actually in the special features on the disc, I went through and read some of the articles. There's like a whole gallery of articles. Mm -hmm. This film was one of the ones that went through a whole rigmarole of really? battles with obscenity and everything nice. like that. And it may seem kind of like tame to today's standards, but the reason that the sex was performed the way that it was, getting back to the male performers, yeah. Apparently, this is something that I saw on the deuce. Apparently, all of the male performers had so much camera anxiety for being able to do sex on camera. I'm sure. And that they could never fully pop. Jesus. They could never really, like, get there. There's only one performer in the entirety of the film. Yeah, who pops. Yeah. yeah. Who not only pops, but also actually isn't pushing rope within Miss Aggie. That's right. He's actually pushing slightly soggy beef tube. <laughs> <laughs> he is slightly throwing a bratwurst in there. <laughs> An uncooked right. bratwurst. Right. He's but some of the other men, it's very clear that they are um not having only, anxiety. Not only was he raw dogging her, he was also pushing a raw bratwurst inside of her as well. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we should probably say now, if this is getting to be too much sexually explicit content for you, you just don't leave. go any further in this episode. We we wouldn't blame you. <laughs> right. Because it's only going to get worse from here. The euphemisms are going to drop and we're going to yeah. probably start describing what happens in detail. Probably. And it, let's. Just... I definitely will. Yes, he definitely will. <laughs> to, to give you an idea with my notes, every time it comes to a sex scene, I just wrote down time for sex. And then maybe something funny if I thought of it while watching it. Whereas I have a literal blow by blow yeah, so... stored in my brain from watching it the other so day. There you go. <laughs> 
Yeah, but, but yeah, and listen. It, it's guys, something that we need to address right off the bat. Hold on, wait, a wait. A lot of these performers are pushing rope. They're yes. all pushing rope. And then number two. No, no, all but one. All but one. Yeah. And if you're looking, if you're looking for a mature take on sexual activities, it may be like how it was in the 70s for them and all the fighting they, they had to do legally. And, and a, a really adult take on sex, this is not the show for you. No. I'll go find a different one. That is not true because I just addressed all that stuff. Okay, but from now on, I mean... <laughs> Oh, from here forward? Here forward, we're not going to be this adult. We'll talk more about it in more of an adult type frame. I know that you're going to refer to, refer to all the girls' parts as hoo-ha dillies or whatever because it gets you embarrassed, which is really fucking weird because you say some of the most atrocious shit and have no problem. Yeah. But when you talk about a woman's vagina or vaginal no, I'll opening. Say, I'll say pussy or vagina. I'll, vagina, I'll say a lot better than pussy. Pussy, for some reason, I don't know, that does seem a little... Which is, I don't, it which is really creepy. weird. Depending upon, like, there's some people uh, over in the UK, the greater uh, UK area uh-huh. in Europe, pussy is the most foul thing in the world to them. Yeah. Whereas cunt's totally fine. Cunt's fine. Yeah, but if you say cunt here yeah you're fucked yeah or twat's really good over there it twat's twat, kinda, twat's like a term of endearment yeah almost. and twat here's barely used anymore well twat is kind of it, it's more like a just a playful way of like yeah. like people call each other twat or something like that yeah. now over here i'm i'm much more comfortable saying vagina than i am uh, uh pussy i don't know why pussy just makes me sound like a creep right now <laughs> that would if you say pussy or panties that just makes you sound like a creep it's not the words that are making you sound a creep i know it's, you are a creep but you're a creep too. Live that truth. I do. I'm just saying. I don't want to help it. <laughs> <laughs> then why did I agree to cover all these movies? I don't know. Because a listener was like, I need to hear yeah, you guys talk about say, it. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not like you counseled me in this. You run Barter Town, all right? I don't get any choices <laughs> in this. He's already outed himself yeah. in the group. Outed. Yeah. <laughs> but our, our listener's support for this Robert, Robert. Um, whenever he picked out these films, he specifically picked them because he knew that we would have a different take on them than just specifically saying, oh, this is just fucking porn. Yeah. No, this no, would, we'll have something to say. And, and this film in particular is one that he was nervous about us talking about because he thought that we wouldn't be able to make a show out of this. Well, you get set because we probably won't. So <laughs> for everyone out there right now that is listening to the dulcet tones of our pussified voices, mm. wondering what the hell you just got yourself into strap in people but can't find the play button to press pause <laughs> yes we would like you to sit back get comfortable maybe get a cup of hot cocoa yeah. whatever it is that comforts you and gets you in the mood if right now in your morning maybe your morning wash hour just you know listen to our docile voices here make sure the windows are up because yeah. we're about to make things a hell of a lot worse and a hell of a lot more uncomfortable sexually speaking and if you get turned on while we're talking about all this I mean you know do what you do, man. We're not here to stop you. Just make sure you're not in public view. Yeah, please. Unless you're into that, and then that's I on mean, your head. Really, I don't give a shit if they are. It's not on <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, we're not going to encourage your sexual deviancy, <laughs> but, but it's not, always worked for us. But we're not going to stop you either. <laughs> and we're not going to try and talk you out of it, because otherwise you won't listen to this fucking show. What, what are we, fucking priests over here? We're not going to tell you how to live your life. Well, you're not anymore. You got out of Catholic school. I did. I was never a priest. A fucking priest. Oh, oh well. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> While Matt comes to terms with the reality that was his childhood. Oh, Father Jones, no, how could you? Why? We're going to take a little break here. We're going to play promos for some podcasts. We'll have a little bit of music befitting of Memories Within Aggie. And when we come back, we won't have a trailer because it's just the sound of a wet boot stomping into mud. Only wetter? Much wetter. All right. This will keep you quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. 
I said quiet. My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash legionpodcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for five dollars, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash legion podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. The sweet, sweet memories you gave of me. You can't beat the memories you gave of me. Take one fresh and tender kiss. The memories you gave of me. Add one stolen night of bliss. The memories you gave of me. One girl. One boy, some grief, some joy, memories made of this. Don't forget a small moonbeam. Fold in lightly with a dream. Your lips and mine. Two sips of wine Memories are made of this Then add the wedding bells The one house where lovers dwell Three little kids for the flame Here I am thinking you're going to get so upset that I besmirched the good name of Dean Martin by playing him on a film where we're covering hardcore pornography. Yeah, I think he'd be fine. But you're just sitting here dancing back and forth and enjoying it and just having a good old time swaying to the music. Yeah, man, it was fucking great. (laughs) I'm going to have to play some Dean Martin on the way home tonight. Now, I mentioned it. Uh, The trailer is literally just shots of all the actual sexual stuff that's happening. Yeah. Uh, That never says the title. And it uses pretty much the only dialogue that we're going to be having in clips. Yeah. Because so, that's all we have. Yeah. So, I mean, the trailer is just basically a three-minute version of this hour-long film. Nice. Well, 75-minute long yeah. film. So, no point in playing the trailer, really. No, 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 no. I mean, unless you really want to hear the sound of the wet boot in mud. Later. <laughs> Privately. <laughs> After the show's done and we turn off all the lights hey, and sit in the dark. You know what? The, tr- the trailer is basically a highlight reel of the best sexual stuff in the movie. So, really? so it's just the second scene with the guy who actually he did things done? <laughs> sort of. Yeah. There's some other things getting done there, but yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. Go yeah. on. All right. Well, memories within Miss Aggie. Uh, we begin. Hello. Yeah. Hello. With a woman walking through a wintry forest. She comes upon her home where she goes inside, and then we cut to her cleaning some floors. Uh, she has a bit of a flashback of her and another man, and she can be heard saying that she's had never been close to a man like this. And he was like, I know. So you're like, all right, well, ooh, was something going to happen here? And I'm like, huh? 
Baby <laughs> porn? Baby horn? I don't know yet. Then uh, she goes outside and she dumps water uh, out on the ice. But then she relooks and it looks like blood. And I'm like, oh, well, this could be a horror movie. Oh, this could be something here. And I have to say, it's actually shot pretty well. Yeah, it's not shot terribly. No, it's really. This is the one of the things that I love about the early productions of these types of films. Yeah, they shot them like actual movies. It wasn't until the 80s when it got shot on video and started being real cheap. Yeah, yeah. They tried to shoot it. And they also tried to make full blown like movies that and, just happen to have hardcore penetrative sex in it. Right. Which is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, the other thing that I enjoyed as well is the attempt at providing an actual narrative and story structure, not just he's the plumber that's here to lay cable. <laughs> lay cable. <laughs> well, that doesn't. Hey, I've seen some like that. That's I'm your I'm pizza saying. delivery guy. Do you need your pool cleaned? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I've seen dialogue that's that bad. I've done a yeah. lot of studying over the years, man. I mean, I'm not saying the dialogue's all that great in this movie either, but... I will we'll get to we'll it. Get, yeah. all right, all right. Anyway, uh, so then she looks up and she seems to see two people uh, walking through and then they're all of a sudden gone. She goes inside and talks to her man and, well, hey, it's dialogue, so that's our first clip. That's my nerves on edge. Get up. We won't be able to sleep tonight. Come on, then, darling man. I'll make you a good, strong cup of tea. Thank you, but I don't drink no tea. Foolishness. You do mine because I brew it so good. It's strange around here today. Like something's hidden. Had to come out. Remember I told you how strange I felt that day? Even before I'd seen you. What was it like, Richard? I keep mulling it in my head, but it slips away. You wished for someone to come, and I did. Ease my loneliness, I can say that. Being with me all these years. Something's coming over me. Had been. It's a girl way out here with no play friends. Starts imagining things. You were so strong and handsome. And you... You had sparkling eyes. Like a princess. A real princess. I was young then, too. And beautiful. My hair was golden blonde. Didn't know anything about real men. I remember. Ma told me it wasn't time yet. And us being out here away from things. I hardly ever seen a man. Not my age, anyway. All right. So now we go into like a and a flashback sequence. Yes. There you go. Well, it's kind of a dissolve between the two where she sees herself in the mirror as this person that she's describing. That's right. A woman who looks completely different and bl- with blonde hair yeah. instead of black hair. Golden blonde hair. Yeah. yeah. Well, gray hair in this case. Yes. And this couple. They... I, I want to talk about the old age makeup that's on this woman. Uh-huh. It's actually really well done. Yeah. It's not bad. They do a really good job and of aging too. her. Yeah. They yeah. make them actually look pretty pretty well done as old yeah, yeah i would say like um like late 50s aging like right before you cross the threshold yeah. into like full-on wrinkle bomb yeah and, and sh- they even act really well as old people yeah they're actual actors they're not yeah. just they're not just like pornographic people you know i, I mean, mean they've been involved in other types of stuff but they yeah. weren't actually like pornographic performers I, I believe that they did administrative stuff on some of these but these two i don't know if you call these act- two the pornographic workers they don't <laughs> they don't do anything that's what i'm saying they've yeah. i'm not as far as i could find at least uh, they may, the, these two may be the actual actors in the film well certainly 
certainly the better performances yeah. of, of everyone that's in here whenever they're delivering their dialogue. So it's something that we needed to kind of address. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, we have uh, these two people uh, meet on a bridge, uh, coming from uh, opposite sides, and they pretty much tell each other that they've never seen each other before. Uh, they are from opposite sides of the bridge, hence why they're crossing paths. Uh, they, they, they get this. Like, I'm from over here. I'm from over there. Oh, I've never seen you before. I've never seen you before. And then the girl looks at him and she goes, yeah, but I've never seen you before. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I, I, we get it, guys. You can stop hitting us over the head with your proverbial word dick. Okay, we get it. They've never seen each other before. I understand. See, I didn't get that. I'm glad that you made that clear for me. Yeah. <laughs> That they'd never seen each other before? Right. I thought they were old-time friends until the fifth time they said they'd never seen each other before. Then I'm like, oh, they're strangers. I understand it now. Yeah. yeah. Well, at first I thought maybe they were playing some kind of like, you know, meet-up game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Where like yeah. they pretend uh, like they've uh, never oh, met each other oh, before. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Uh, oh, yeah. Like I'm, out, I'm I'm from out of town. I'm in a convention. No, the, role, the role play comes later. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. just saying. No, no, no. I, I get what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, but no, they just don't know each other. All right. See, I totally didn't get that. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I, I had no clue. Are you fucking high? <laughs> <laughs> on life or just like how how much were you jerking off at this point in the movie not at all actually not, at all. Oh, I'm not, not a single not, not even not, not, single, not even a flutter not a single teardrop from your dick landed on the ground nothing Actually, I'm not proud. even a flutter during this film i'm proud of you yeah during the whole thing the entire film nothing nice none of it turned me on really well maybe one thing but it didn't actually do anything for me <laughs> we'll get there okay we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there uh anyway uh he offers to walk her home. She's like, well, being around men, my, she says her mom says it's bad to be around men. This becomes a, a theme. And he's like, oh, it's not too bad just to walk you home. Well, then they have malarkey. We're in some tomfoolery where they're running around the snow and rolling around in the snow and all that kind of stuff. Then uh, she says uh, they're really close to one another, kind of cuddling. And she says she feels funny. And he says, me too. And they both uh, say they've never been with anybody before. Here's where I really thought they were role playing. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's like, holy shit, motherfucker, you're both like late 30s. <laughs> what have you, right? you two been doing? I was like, if you're not role playing, then I feel sorry for your current situation. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened. If two hideous fucking chuds can get laid before you two did, <laughs> yeah, something's yeah. wrong. What happened to you guys? <laughs> Gotta lower your standards. <laughs> right. Even if they're supposed to be skewing young, like if they're supposed yeah, to be yeah. playing like, you know, like in this time frame where 52 year old women would play a 33 year old. Yeah. You know, like even yeah. if they're supposed to be playing like super young, like they're 30 and they're trying to play teens. In my idea, they're supposed to be late teens, early 20s. Right, but even still, I'm like, come on, guys. Yeah, come on. What are you doing with your life? Yeah, but I mean, what were you guys doing during the '60s? It was awesome back then. I think this is supposed to take place at the turn of the century. Yeah, it's just so that it's all... that bridge fucked us up. Yeah, right. That bridge and their outfits because their outfits are pretty really, modern day. Pretty modern day, which is pretty standard for porn of this time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, not that I have a huge collection or I know a lot about it. Yeah, I'm gauging this all again on one TV show I watched about it. Uh huh. I don't research this stuff at all, man. Not at all. Not at all. Your Never internet have. browser history is clear. <laughs> No, my internet browser history is much more severe than doing academic research on <laughs> pornography of the 70s. 
in its heyday and its creation. Uh, so um, then they kiss, and she says that she has a surprise for him that was owned by her great grandparents. And already, I'm I would be like, okay, listen, I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I gotta go. <laughs> there is something about the entirety of the dialogue and the way that these stories are set up to where it's supposed to be developing unease and things are supposed to feel not quite right the entire time. Yeah. You're supposed to have pauses and moments where, especially the various iterations of Aggie when she says things, Yeah, certain phrases or certain things that she will say in these conversations, I do believe are supposed to trigger you and make you kind of wonder, not necessarily trigger you, but are supposed to trigger a thought process in you that will make you kind of wonder what exactly is going on with this woman. Yeah. Like, like she's supposed, you're supposed to find the things that she says unsettling. Yeah. So when she says a surprise about the grandparents after like tongue punching that guy's throat. Yeah. Like you're supposed to be like, wait, what? Yeah, exactly. What I, I'm fuck? pretty sure that that's supposed to happen. Well, anyway, uh, we cut to, she is putting on a lace nightgown uh-huh. and it is pretty sheer. And he comes in, she says, it's all right. You can come in now. He comes in wearing a soldier's uniform. Right. Yeah. So I mean, wow. First time together, you guys are already role played as your great grandparents. Holy fuck, dude. <laughs> She's, Get the fuck out she's of there. costume playing with someone that's going to be for her first time. Uh-huh. She has a very elaborate... As her great-grandparents, by the way. Right. They are a, cosplayed as her great-grandparents. She has a very elaborate fantasy life based on the world that she has known. Yeah. That is very clear here. I'm just saying, this dude must need vagina bad. I really wish that could have been a better clue. <laughs> I mean, he must, though. Okay. Well, okay. I can't ask you because that's fucked up. It's, you're, you're, of course, going to say, yeah, I'm into it. Because <laughs> if some girl who you just met that day, uh-huh. who we have already now established, you have never seen before. Oh, I keep forgetting that part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but just be a normal person or just make believe. I can't. For two don't don't ask me of that. I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> but then she you've never seen her before. Wait, this could be kinky. Okay, I have to, okay. I have, I have to role play role as a play as a normal normal person, person a that's, functioning healthy adult. Okay, so I like asparagus. Yeah. Um, you I'm, wear polos. I'm really into the white stripes. Yeah. Okay. And I you gotcha. can't stop talking about next year's taxes. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. You okay. there? Yeah. All right. Well, I'm really boring. Yes. Good. Okay. Now you're there. You're okay. there. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So now a girl who you've never met before, you've okay. never seen before. And we're it, sure of this. We're sure of this because okay. they've told us uh-huh. five million fucking times. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You walk her home after some frolicking. Mm-hmm. She kisses you and she says, I want to show you something that I got from my great grandparents. And what it is, is she's in a very late, or, or her great grandmother's. Okay. So I already follow her back and I'm going along with this up yes. to this point. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, walk no into red a flags house. yet. No red flags yet. No red flags. Okay. You All walk right. into this house that you've uh-huh. never been in before. Right. With a stranger who you've already, you know, swap spit with. Uh-huh. All right. She gives you what seems to be a British soldier's uniform. That was a red coat. I mean. Right. Go ahead. Yeah. All right. Put that on. Uh-huh. And then she's going to put on a lacy, frilly nightgown uh-huh. that was her great grandmother's. And what you're wearing is her great grandfather's. Right. In a sense, now you know that it's probably going to be sexy time when you see her wearing that lace gown. Right. And so now you're going to role play as her great grandfather and she's going to want to role play as her great grandmother. And 
and you're going to smash her. Is that what I'm thinking, though? Because I'm so milk toast. I'm so worried about my taxes next year. Yeah. I'm just excited to probably see a lady in a lacy undergarment, and I'm probably not even trying to think about the fucked up psychology behind why she wants me dressed like this. Oh, no. well, I'm maybe. Thi- I'm thinking as a normal All milk right, toast guy. But now you're the degenerate you. Oh, okay. Now I'm back yeah, to me. You're back to you. Uh-huh. And you're still into it because you want to be your great grandfather. No. <laughs> I'm wondering what's wrong with this girl, and I'm going to ask her a few questions. I'm going to lay down some ground rules. <laughs> okay. I'm going to develop right, some on. boundaries. All right, hold on. All right. Some All safe right, let's, words. Let's go from, okay. Yeah. We're going to go. Now you're just you. You're you. Okay. You're you. I'm still um, doing all the stuff I already described. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're, now you've opened up the door. Uh-huh. There she is. Uh-huh. Lacey Nightgown. You are already still in a red coat. Right. You're the, a fucking British soldier's uniform. Yeah. And you're standing there at the door. Uh-huh. And you, it's open. There she is. Uh-huh. And she's like, come here. What's the first thing you do? I yell the British are coming in charge. <laughs> <laughs> Already? <laughs> yeah. Fuck, that was like a second. <laughs> All right, but you said you have a couple questions. Uh-huh. So, okay, you walk up to her. Uh-huh. What's the first question you ask? <laughs> what is the first question that you would ask her? What, what, what is, what, for me, it'd be, did he, for me, it'd be like this. Did he at any point die in this? <laughs> and then follow up to that very important question. Uh-huh. Did you wash this? <laughs> After he died in it, because it's smelling a bit musty in here, and I'm hoping it's not you. I want to believe it's the coat. I have a bunch of questions outside of the movie, like from a psychological aspect. Uh But I know me and I know how I would have been if, like, let's say I'm a single man and this situation were to happen for me. uh, By the way, you are in his predicament where you've never had sex before. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm totally doing it. Yeah. yeah, I'm not asking. No no questions. You come in there and you just throw her down and do whatever you can do. I'm not throwing her down. Oh, well, if she wants, like, laying her down on a bed. There you go. Yeah. Or throwing her to the bed in a fit of fashion passion you know that's not actually throwing my my, uh, my opening move in a lot of cases yeah in the around that time frame of the is, inexperienced is, is grunting and pointing at your crotch going me time now me time now <laughs> that's a clip <laughs> so, no my opening move for that was what do you want me to do <laughs> that's perfect man it totally puts the ball in their court yeah. that's great man and if there's something that they've been dying to try yeah and if i'm willing yeah and, which you and I'm usually able. are. I almost always am. Yeah, yeah, you're you're always willing. And most of the time you're able. <laughs> Back then? Back then though? The wind blew, I was able. <laughs> Shit, nowadays you could set your watch to it still. <laughs> I may be old, but that yeah, flesh yeah, ain't but, weakening. I mean stretchy, like what what, what if it, you have to bend a lot? <laughs> then you're not technically able. I'm not talking about just sexually, I'm talking about, you know, physically. Just physically. Yeah. You know. Because listen, never mind. Because <laughs> what I was just about to say was just gonna bury me. <laughs> Come on, bury yourself for the audience. We just did this whole thought experiment where we explored my kink. I was just about to say, because I can't even touch my toes. And I'm like, why would I want to do that? Oh, I can touch my toes. I'm surprisingly flexible for a former fat man. Really? Yeah. Yeah, quite limble. Even limble. at my fattest, I could still touch the floor with my hands flat to bend down. I could nice. still do I never that. could. Yeah. Even when I was young and skinny, I never could. I'm quite flexible. There you go. And I've used that to my advantage, which you could ask this lady wearing her lacy garment that she got from her grandma. Yeah. Had this situation actually opened up to me. Yeah. And like, are you like, uh, all right, so, all right, now you're in the throes of it. So, okay. So they start making out uh-huh. and then she's like, it's okay. 
you can, she says, uh, you, she told him that he could touch her. Right. That it's okay now. Yeah. So he, he removes pretty much right away. So she had this garment on. She just got it on right before he came in the room. She wore this lacy garment for all of five fucking seconds. Which is what most women's lingerie lasts. Yeah, five fucking seconds before yeah. a man's just pawing at it. <laughs> the <laughs> like partner. Like a fucking dog in heat. The partner. The partner. Yeah. Like a dog in fucking heat. Good lingerie will only last on the body for about five seconds before it is removed yeah. from the sexual partner. Now it all depends. Sometimes not. Unless it has easy access ports yeah, to yeah. all the stuff you want. Exactly, right? Yeah. Then, then you'll leave some shit on. God bless a good bustier. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, pants are already off. It's time to start working those dicks. Yeah, let's get back to the film so we're not so sexually aroused. <laughs> Clip. Good. <laughs> Oh, fuck. I'm already sweating here. Jesus Christ. You are surprisingly uncomfortable. I, well, I said that I'm uncomfortable. I've been laughing so hard that I'm fucking sweating over here. Yes, that's what it is. And I'm, well, and I'm massively turned on right now. So I just heard you can touch your toes and I'm pretty excited. You and all our other listeners that are into my sweet, sweet ass. <laughs> um, fuck. Okay, so then, yeah, so he drops it. Uh, we see some titties. So it's our first titties in the movie. So thank Thanks, movie. There's a couple of scenes where, or a couple of sequences where, she, like, a moments in the sequence where she drops it, where you do see everything. I saw everything. <laughs> uh, so, all right. Well, now it's time for some sex, and we get a real big close up of him playing with her nipples for like a long fucking time to start this out. I wanted to talk about this. This yeah. particular sequence is inordinately stacked towards foreplay, yeah, and exploring mm-hmm. each other when they're relatively inexperienced yeah and like finding what makes each other happy yeah roaming around with their hands yeah like it was really tender surprisingly tender nicely tender very sweet very calm very not much of what i was into even when i wasn't experienced uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it was it was actually quite beautiful the way that yeah. they shot it and the way that they developed it and everything. And I think it was a really nice way because it's like the first actual like sex you see in the film to not only ease you as an audience into this sort of thing to make you feel a little bit more comfortable, even with some of the weird sort of subject matter where you're kind of like, wait, why does she want him to dress up like their grandparents? I, I'm, like, I'm like, yeah. I'm just, uh, yeah. Now, okay. So now I'm like, all right, well, maybe this is still a horror movie though, because so far it's just him playing with her nipple. I'm like, that's in horror movies. Yeah. I never know. Then it cuts to him. It exploring her vagina with his fingers and i went oh okay nope it's 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 porn it's <laughs> it's because at first he was just rubbing down there and i'm like okay we've gotten that close before like with the emmanuel movies and, and french shit. movies and yeah, stuff yeah and, I'm the like, oh, got, we and covered, then yeah. he went inside and i went all right well it's porn we're we're there <laughs> and the camera then cuts to show you straight up on the business yeah and just shows you like i saw everything you all the way up yeah all Every, the way up everything everything and the restoration on this was quite beautiful the 35 millimeter film print of it in the restoration i mean it just it looked like you were right there in the room and then if you didn't think it was porn already then she starts blowing them inordinate amount of male receiving oral sex in this film not a lot of males getting it in yeah. this film yeah very sexist in the 70s <laughs> they weren't all about the women's lib movement if you know what i mean well i think blowjobs are just easier to film and make it convincing probably and also it also it, not for nothing but a male talent probably needs a lot more help because they actually have to be raring to go for it to be successful. And as we've seen, yeah, not very many of these men in this film were raring to go. No, they weren't. Well, yeah, because her. Uh, this is the first time where we see what we like to call a bird trying to get a worm. <laughs> 
I mean, that's just what it looks like when she was blowing him. Yeah. And you're just like, that's not doing anything for this guy right now. And I don't want to like shame the guy for his size or anything, mm. but I felt really good about myself. I felt I felt pretty good. I was like, I was like, you know what? Maybe things are going to be finally okay. <laughs> This movie changed things for me. This movie was my Zoloft. I'm like, I feel it pretty good. <laughs> right? It's a, it's a damn far cry from what we see now with all these surgically enhanced bodies where you're like, there's no way that can really... There's no way that's fitting in anything. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, that thing, you know, stands too, and that guy's going to pass out from loss of blood to his brain. It's like, it's like, how are you even staying awake right now? <laughs> right. And you know what else they didn't have back in the 70s when this was probably made? Boner pills. Yeah, that's probably why most of guys were yeah we're kind of yeah i mean and the cocaine was heavily flowing so that might have been a problem you know what did you survive the 70s and the sex going on in in that time frame and was that like a a constant problem where dudes were on so much coke they couldn't keep it you know i have no idea i'm I'm asking the audience Uh, yeah yeah if if you lived through that and that was a problem please let us know that that was an issue was there a lot of rope pushing going on in those days were you in porn in the 70s if you were definitely let us know that (laughs) yeah and then link us some of your films yeah i mean we want to know so cinemasciencecourt at gmail.com we will interview you yes we will we will have you on the show we'll make the show all about you we, we will stop the movie review for one night only and just concentrate on interviewing you so if you were in the adult film industry in the 70s and apparently want two dudes to concentrate solely on you yeah let us know and we will do it <laughs> All right, let's get this review done. Well, okay. Yeah, trust me, it ain't going to take that long. Uh, <laughs> Which coincidentally fits in with a lot of the sex yeah, scenes. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, so then they actually get to Bonin, which is the uh, pushing rope uh, sequence of our movie. Which we've talked extensively about. Yeah. So, and then, uh, you know, it, it appears he finishes. Uh, he raw dogs her and then, you know, finishes. And then, uh, you know, because they have this smile moment. It, and then they do the camera work where it's just staring at her face a lot. Uh, yeah, like I it's did looking like, at her. I did like that in a lot of this sequence, where he's supposedly finishing or whatever it still focuses in on her pleasure which yeah. you know it, it focuses in on her and it actually makes it look like this is her experience it's more about her and he's just an ends to a means which fits in with the psychology of the overall story which really should just be all men sure yeah <laughs> i mean man we're all pretty shit so <laughs> we're just a human pogo stick yeah <laughs> Right. And this guy can't even be that. <laughs> He's more like one of those like bouncy balls. <laughs> He's more like a human jump rope. It's just it's never going to get hard. Oh, this poor actor. I know. <laughs> now I want to look him up because what if he was like in a lot of porn and this is just his first one and all his other ones were like, he was like, no, I, I was fine all the time before this. He starts showing us like sending us outlines where he draws it like yeah. how big it actually is this is what it actually is we're like sir please stop contacting the studio also we're not opening any more mail from you yeah, that was that was unfortunate that's how we get unsolicited dick pics yeah, my kid was in the room <laughs> uh anyway after they're done it's time for some nice pillow talk where she's staring in a mirror and kind of talks about if he believes in fairy tales and he's like i never gave it much thought and then you know she kind of went on uh, a little story about how she does and like this whole thing was supposed to be a fairy tale and i think she was looking at how her great grandparents met that's why she wanted to role play in this manner is because that's probably how they met yeah i don't think it's that she wanted to be the grandparents no, i think she, she wanted the fairy tale love story that and her costumes, grandparents told her told yeah her about. and the costumes were a prop for that type of yeah. love story because she lives out in the middle of nowhere how yeah. else is she going to get anything other than fairy tales and what she knows of what happened it, with her grandparents yeah and that's probably how she thinks relationships are supposed to go yeah yeah, because she led a very horrid, sheltered life. Yes, exactly. exactly. Uh, well, we go back to the present day in our next clip. I just like to remember it happened that way. 
You never had no golden hair. Oh, and you never were no prince either. <laughs> Sometimes don't know the difference between wishing and happening anymore. Oh, what is cooled off? Gotta wait till she boils up again. But it weren't no fairy tale. I know. I wasn't bad just because I wasn't bad. When weren't you bad? First time you come? I wasn't, I remember. The only reason you got to me that first time was because I was locked up in this place. And I was ripening. Been that way for some time, I think. Ever since my pa ran off. I swear my mom would become crazy then. Treating me so cruel. Like it was my fault he ran off. Never allowed me out. Wonder, wonder how I found out about loving with myself. Guess it was natural. The only thing I do recall is I was so alone. I had only myself. And then, as she's talking there, uh, we go to another kind of little dissipation into another fantasy world uh, with a woman kind of in a loft area, and uh, she starts uh, masturbating using a doll. And you, yeah, you. This was the sequence where I'm like watching it, and I'm like, at first, I'm like, oh yeah, okay, (laughs) (laughs) now we're talking. This is fucking weird. That's an inanimate object, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute, this is literally a woman trying to shove a baby back in. Yeah. And then I was like thinking of the psychology based on uh-huh. that and then i'm like wait a minute the idea of putting a baby back in is what's making her hot yeah and then she keeps doing that and then i'm like oh wait what what are you doing to me movie and then like I, it took me right out of it like instead of enjoying what i was seeing on screen of this weird thing that's happening with like this sex with an inanimate object that this woman is doing while she's masturbating yeah i'm thinking of the psychology of she wants the process of putting a baby in her and that's what's getting her off yeah and like i'm like okay that symbolism's a little heavy-handed but at the same time, I found it extremely disturbing. Mm-hmm. So it went from being really into it to like completely out of it within two or three thrusts. <laughs> <laughs> and then the rest of the time, I'm just like, wait, what? And then while you laid in bed that night, he got back into it again. So no, it no, it, it was one of those things where I was just like, OK, the, the thing the movie is trying to say overtook the joy of watching people fuck on screen. There you go. That's what happened to me in this movie. Well, anyway, a delivery driver pulls up and he starts yelling for anybody. The venerable uh, Harry Reams, ladies and, and he's, gentlemen. He's, he's got an epic mustache. Epic mustache, which is probably why uh, spoiler alert, he's he's our dude who can actually get business done. He's also Harry fucking Reams. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> wow. I don't know who that is. Oh, he's uh, he's really well known. Oh, is he? Yeah, he nice. was He was the man for oh, a really he? long time. Damn. Yeah, like Deep Throat and all that kind of stuff. He oh. was in a lot of these kind of earlier films. Oh, there As you, you can see, because he's the only one that doesn't really need to push the rope. Yes, that's right. He Get some work done here. Well, and anyway, also that mustache just screams, "I'm here to lay some pipe." That, or uh, he's going to save the princess from the castle. It's one of the two. Well, I was going to say Mario. Yeah, yeah I yeah. could totally see that. But he's definitely here to deliver. He's some... either going to lay the pipe or go down into a pipe. Either way, we're into it. Yeah, yeah, right. But he's definitely here to deliver some wood this yes. time. And because there's actual dialogue, that's our next clip. You, what you want? Up here, up here. What you want? You Aggie, ain't you? Where's your mom? What you want her for? Oh, I'm delivering the hay she asked for. Hey, why don't you let me in when I call? Can't. Mom's got me locked up. You must have done something bad, her locking you up like that. Hey, Aggie. Aggie? Hey, Aggie. Aggie. Aggie? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean nothing. Well, oh, you're going to catch cold. Said it was sorry, Aggie. Hey, Aggie. Aggie? Aggie, I didn't mean nothing saying you were bad. 
ain't been bad, ever. Why well, I never seen you in town, Aggie? Ma won't let me. Says it's a bad place. But you all grown up. You're pretty, too. You shouldn't be locking you up like this. I was thinking, ain't never been up so close with man before. Except my pa for he run off. What else you thinking? Maybe I am bad. Oh, not that. <laughs> Just growing up. Been so alone. So crazy. Just growing up. So bad in me. Don't know what's wrong with me. It's all right, girl. That's your nature. It's everybody's. I care about you. Okay, so we need to kind of talk about, there's some stuff laid into that oh, yeah. that dialogue that she just said. I ain't never been this close to a man since my daddy left. Uh-huh. Um, did her dad take off because something happened that he couldn't live with? Or did her mom kill her dad for something that happened? Or even what would explain this kind of thing even more, uh, if mom sounds as horrible as she is because she locks her away pretty much the yeah. entire time, yeah. uh, dad just simply was like, holy crap, I can't live with this kind of woman because if she's like that the daughter probably just is strict like around her husband and he's like i need some enjoyment in my fucking life and he just got up and went out for cigarettes and never came back (laughs) i could see that too because but then what he did was on two he did her no favors a twofold no one to help her out uh then pissing off her mother so much about men probably because oh my god you know my husband up and left me but pissed her off about that and then also then i don't want my daughter getting mixed up with any men so i'm just gonna lock her away constantly and we'll lock ourselves away in this home and then you know fuck that'll do it clips all, all, all over the place probably <laughs> yeah no i i i like your assessment of that where uh the mother is so paranoid that she decides to lock herself and her daughter away men are bad but her mother trusts herself enough or at least will do whatever yeah for herself uh it also has a connotation of like the princess locked in the tower yeah and then you know well, Rapunzel, she's into Rapunzel. fairy tales right so there's the fairy tale aspect coming to us again with this idea that she's this princess that's locked in a tower and Prince Charming is here to deliver the wood. Yeah, yeah, right. All right. Well, anyway, it's time for sex again. Uh, at this point, I'm a little worried for this guy, too, because at first it was also like a bird trying to get a worm. A little bit. But then things started increasing. Uh, he got onto the bed. I think that helped him. And, uh, you know, comfort and shit. And uh, they were actually... <laughs> I, I also think that it helped with the blood flow getting to the right area. Yeah. Because um, grower, not a shower, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, definitely a grower, not a shower. Yeah. It was like a fucking turtle head but like in a yeah. good way yeah. <laughs> and uh they get going in some uh doggy style business uh well first there's for they're going a little little blowjob time and yeah. then he goes on top of her yeah then he flips her over and then they go doggy style yeah. yeah and they even get a completion man we get a money shot did you notice that they go from doggy style to full-on butt yes yeah that's before he completed yeah the actress who was playing aggie in this sequence whenever he does that shift i like the look of um, almost like she's not necessarily shocked, but just kind of like, what's going on? Yeah. And then all of a sudden is like, oh my. And then really seems like she's liking how. She's like, well, feels. I guess that's my fetish. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where like she seems like she's really kind of into it. Now, obviously, this is the sort of thing that you should be discussing with your partner before you just go switching. Especially, you know, this is your first time with this person. You don't actually know them hardly at all. And you should not be doing that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of this is some high risk behavior that you shouldn't do nowadays i'm just saying <laughs> right right just especially because... without protection i mean everyone's raw dogging it this whole thing is bad well yes disease fear 
aside. Okay. I'm going more from the consent aspect of things. Oh, oh yeah. Where if you don't know for sure, yeah. don't go into an entrance. Yeah, that's right. And if it's an exit, chances are you're not supposed to go in there anyway. D- d- always get confirmation before you put yourself in anywhere that it's right. cool for you to be there. Before you walk through a doorway, yeah. double check to make sure that you're allowed to open You'd it. Be like, am, I, am I all right coming come in here? Okay, cool. All right, cool. Right. Yeah, yeah. Always, always have permission. But like I said, in the context of the film, the way that they were playing that out, I kind of felt like they were trying to play it off as if he went to the wrong place by accident. Yeah. And they both discovered that they liked Maybe, it. Maybe like, oh, oh I'm going to go. How, that's then, what I was yeah. kind of getting at, though. Yeah. They looked like it was like, oops. Whoops. And he was like, oh, but then she was like, okay with it. Yeah. He and went, kind of right, into it. Well, then I'll keep going as well. Which is how probably most guys would try to manipulate the situation to get something like that to happen for them. You think that's how the first time butt sex happened? Oh, yeah. Just slipped. Uh-oh. Whoa. And then, you know, the girl was like, hey, that's not bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would and hope then everyone's it was in- telling their friends the next day, guys, guys, everyone get together. <laughs> You've got to try this. It's a, make sure they think it was a mistake. <laughs> Clip. <laughs> and they're all on the road to Rome to start telling everybody about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And once Rome gets a hold of it, baby. Well, well then it's, gonna, it's It's everywhere. It's going everywhere. <laughs> they raised an empire on that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Revisionist history for Revisionist, anal sex. Yeah, yeah. That, that, or it was two homosexual men talking about how great it was. And one straight guy and his wife were like, well, fuck, that does sound just marvelous, honey. And she's like, yeah. I don't think that happened. That'd be, that'd be hilarious, though. Just two people sitting there overhearing two other guys talking like that. Well, I'll be God. I mean, we've been keeping this door closed forever. I can't remember the stand up comedian, but there was a joke that a stand up comedian made where his father was asking him, you know, what does he and his husband do? And then he said, we do all the things you try to get mom to do, but refuses. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Well, anyway, after the money shot there, uh, we... uh, Quite an extensive payload delivered Yeah, yeah. He he was a... Harry Reams is a pro. Yeah, he's a pro. He's a pro, man. Strong sauce on that man. (laughs) Very strong sauce. He glazed those buns and made them a honey bun. (laughs) He did okay. Uh, We are back to reality and that is of course our next clip he said i wasn't doing anything bad so why can't i get past it every time i think i remember some my head fills up with blood i can't see no more what happened i just like to remember something happened that way were it that way at all maybe i did make it up maybe it was bad maybe that's why i can't remember why do i even have to how the hell did she get in here? Damn you. I told you to stay out of here. Damn things. I didn't, I didn't notice, did I? Yeah. Seems to me I had one once. Pretty thing. Yeah. I used to put perfume on it. It had a red velvet bow around her neck. That's, that's all the way, in it? It came to that house where I was. All right, well, uh, now we go into our next little fantasy where a man walks into a room where a woman is laying on the bed. We are in an overview that uh, he is wanting to take this woman out of there, uh, out of the situation, apparently. Doesn't she talk, like, do a voiceover about that? Yeah, she that? does a voiceover yeah. a little bit where they, yeah, they, he wants her to take her, he wants to take her away. Right. Uh, again, prince saving a princess, even though this is obviously a prostitute and a John. Right. But it's, again, uh, somebody 
somebody, you know, a savior. Rescuing her from whatever life she's horrible in. life she's currently experiencing. Just a man to come whisk her away and make her life better. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, well, he throws some money down on the table and she starts finger blasting herself pretty hardcore. And that actually, that 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 got got, got a little bit a part of me there on that one. I was like, oh, uh, I might be interested in that because she's very, fairly, fairly verbal too. And she's like, all right, all right. It doesn't hurt also that whenever she puts it prominently on display by shifting positions yeah. and then you see right up into the business area, yeah. uh, it's perfectly shaved it's, except for like that little perfect triangle that became like the rage yeah. whenever you and I were coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, when we were creeping on the come up, the triangle was everything. Triangle, bitch. It was, that was everything. Yeah, the triangle was like everything. So That like, was right when we were coming up and then right shortly after we were just coming up, right after that, that was when the landing strip became popular. Or the completely or whisked completely away. Gone. Yeah. yeah. That was like the big yeah. thing but as well. the triangle is what we all started with. So <laughs> The the fits <laughs> just within the panties trim up shave yeah. around kind yeah. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Or the, the V high-waisted uh, thong that went way up over top of the uh, hips uh, on the those girl. Those are coming back. If I you know. see girls like in swimsuits and shit, yeah. all of that's high-waisted again. You're like, yeah. holy fuck, man. Am time I fucking really, 13 again? Well, time really does work in reverse because I remember growing up in the early 90s, everyone dressed like it was the 70s. Yeah. Like bell bottoms and shit yeah. were back. And then just a few, like like 10 years ago, everyone was dressed like it was the 80s. Right. And now everyone's dressed like it's the early night or the mid-90s again. I saw a kid when I dropped my kid off at school wearing full flannel on an 87 degree day and I'm like what did grunge just come back well, the reason that I think it's important to note about the high waisted underwear yeah. uh-huh. is the triangle shape was definitely involved with that high waisted particularly yes. the thong stuff they would shave to fit in with that mm. and then you would have to shave the undercarriage area yes, of course to basically not have the the hair creeping out over the panty line yeah so that particular look that you and I are very prominently fond of uh, uh, just uh, yeah fond memories Fond memories of, of growing up. Yeah, yeah. So it has like that direct line of, ooh, I'm seeing something I don't normally get to see. Listen, that triangle ushered us into manhood. Right. That's what I'm getting yeah, at. Yeah, yeah. But it's that very specific look on this particular woman's nethers is from that high-waisted style of thong that we are so used to seeing from the films that we would watch in Fuzzy Max. Yeah. And, and it, so that probably, what I'm getting at is that's probably what activated your joy for this. That and the fact that unlike she seemed to be enjoyed herself or the any of the other girls so far or at least she was much more vocal she's a little bit more your type too yeah 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 (laughs) probably Uh, body wise she's a little bit more your type than the other two were yeah is what i'm getting at yeah yeah probably I can no, I can neither confirm nor deny the statement made by Court Psyops today. <laughs> That's a confirmation. Hey, listen, if it's not a confirmation for our president, it should be one for me. <laughs> that depends upon the definition of the word is. <laughs> Oh, funny enough, right when we were growing up with this, that first happened. <laughs> there you go. Um, anyway, uh, then after it seems like she's done with that, we get some good old-fashioned 69 in. Yeah, but the guy's not doing any work. No, no, no. But it looks like he's supposed to be 69, and then it transfers to her just kind of laying there blowing him while he's not. He's just enjoying it. And, it's dinner but, with a show. Yeah. But it's then, basically what I would call that. We don't get any uh, uh, completion out of this, so I don't know if he even did anything just at at one point she apparently so either he he blew his load she swallowed it or he just could so she just stopped didn't like pretended it was over um well that was 
also something that um, the actual confirmation shot type yeah. thing. Yeah, I don't think they did. That, that wasn't probably often. huge in the. Oh, but, well, maybe though. Maybe all these people are the people like who are new to try it out adult work because maybe. the other guy who is a long standard in adult work, he certainly pulled out and, and gave his shot across the world. Well, also you may have not been able to show that sort of thing without obscenity laws coming down on yeah, you. Yeah, well, you maybe you like show know. it once, but you couldn't show it all three times, or else you're in trouble. And also, you can't show it actually There's evacuating like, a human body. Yeah, well, know? well, but we already saw it once. But maybe it's like the word "fuck." You only know, like, you only say the word "fuck" like four times in a movie before it downgrades your, you know, before you get in trouble. It's once you say it once, and then after that, you go from a PG thirteen to an R. Yeah. yeah. See, there you go. So maybe yeah. it's like you know, you get one money shot, but after that, we're gonna fuck with your movie. All right. Clip. I, I probably somehow. <laughs> Right. Uh, <laughs> is it like that, like that joke, but you fuck one goat. It's like that joke. Man, we had a nice artsy movie, but you show, show one, one cum shot, and you're a porn. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that once the penis goes in, it's a porn. Yeah, it should be. Clip. Uh, <laughs> you stopped on it, so. Fuck it, sorry. I was trying to get back to the notes. Yeah, go for it. All right. So anyway, uh, after that is done, we again go back to reality. So, of course, that again. Well, not necessarily reality. We come yeah. back to the start of the story. We come back to the start our of the story. wraparound story that's all yes. of the memories that are within Aggie. And that is our next clip. No. That went that way. I never had no cat around me. I hate the damn thing. I even made up I'd done that. Working in some whorehouse. I stuck out that loneliness. It was past my time of dreaming about a man. No. It was dead in me. And it stops me from remembering. Was it so terrible? You're a good man, Richard. Maybe you're protecting me from my memories, not telling. I remember when you once asked me not to try to remember. I'm here now. You wished for me to come. I did. Yes, William. On certain days, I, I can't seem to recall. My Lord, <laughs> you haven't had the tea yet. You've been a comfort to me. He didn't want to stay at first. That's it. You was lost. So lost you was. Not lost. Searching. Searching the face of the earth for something. While all the while it was right here with me. I showed that to you. I saved you. All right. Well, now we go to the actually uh, Maggie. Well, the actress who plays Aggie. Yeah, yeah, Aggie. At the start of it, yeah, yeah, is is this one now? Just a younger version without the makeup, right? And we see a younger version of the man. They and it's a- it's not until you see the younger version of her and the younger version yeah. of him that you appreciate how well done the old age actually done. was. Yeah, yeah. And they talk, and uh, she's leaving church, and she meets him, and he says he's just passing through town. Uh, she convinces him to stay at her place for the night, and she walks with him. Um, they uh get together in the home and like he helps like chop some wood get a fire going she's cooking he's visibly uncomfortable being there he's chopping wood for her yeah so that fits in with what we've seen earlier yes okay uh and anyway he is constantly visibly uncomfortable being in this house there's something about the way that she's reacting to him and the way that she looks around that makes him uneasy again in all her fantasies it was all people who just met each other oh my right. and it's almost like she thinks that's how it should be 
and he's like, he's finally from the real world who's like, no, you don't act this close to somebody who you just met. I don't know you either. And I don't want to be that close to you right now. So I don't know you that well. Well, and he's also a wanderer and the way that she's talking, she's like, you're going to stay, you're going to yeah. have a good time, you're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Like the way that their conversations are going. Yeah. She's like, will you stay with me forever, Mr. Beam? Yeah, right. And he's like, no, madam, I'm a searcher. I'm a wanderer. I'm a vagabond. I'm a free spirit. I can't be tied down because people try to change you and I don't want to be changed. I just want to be me. Yeah. And she's like, oh, nonsense. I can change like, you. Like again, it, it comes back to that tea reference. She had, you want some tea? And he goes, I don't drink no tea. Yeah. And she goes, oh, but you'll drink mine because the way I brew it. Right. And she says that again just now, like the first time they're meeting. And it's again, it's like uh, he's getting very uncomfortable each time she disagrees with him because he's like, I'm telling you how I feel and you're telling me how you want me to how feel. you want me to feel. And yeah. it's really uncomfortable. Well, and it becomes even more uncomfortable because we've already seen this scenario play out yeah. in ways where we know something's not right with Aggie to begin with. Uh-huh. And the fact that these types of things have been sort of repeating, you know, well, look at the house she is living in from the very beginning of the movie. It's yeah. out in the middle of nowhere. Isolation. She, yeah. Isolation. She, the only time it seems she ever went out in public is to go to church. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. And then more than that, she lives a lot in her stories. Yeah. Yeah. Her, her little stories in her head. That's how she lives. Yeah. All the fantasies of how things should but be. But then what happens is her fantasies will piss her off because she's like, no, that's not how I would live. And she gets mad at her own imagination. Because kinda. she's, she's also, and it's been established that she is having a hard time judging from her fantasy world or the stories she makes up in her head about how things could be yeah. versus how they actually were. Yeah. And the reasons that that's happening is because she's trying to come to terms with something that she doesn't want to live with or is in denial about. Exactly. Yeah. Well, anyway, they talk more and that is going to be our final clip. I think I better be getting on. Before I made you something to eat. Afraid I upset you too much. Wait some, please. <laughs> Just that there ain't been nobody around here in a long while. Please. Got it all made. Man like yourself shouldn't be traveling around all by yourself. That's what I want. You should be with people. Someone. It'll work out. Why not? Most people make you into something else. What they want you to be. Rather be alone. Sound lost? Not lost. Searching. I was searching too. Till he come to me. Now you come to me. I, I knew you would. You wished for someone to come. I did. Could be any other. Oh, no, no. I knew it was you as soon as I seen you. I knew you'd come in the evening. First time you come, I had beautiful golden hair. Never had no golden hair. And you were so strong and handsome then. And you, you had sparkling eyes. Like a princess. A real princess. Why'd you say that? just like to remember something happened that way. Nothing happened. I'm making things up. I'm helping you. I wasn't bad. I wasn't bad. When weren't you bad? My had me locked up. The first time you come, you said I wasn't bad. You're making things up. That, that time you found me in that house, you don't hate me for it. I don't hate you. Would you just stay? For the night. Only for the night. You'll be comfortable. Well, you can sleep in the memory room. I call it that because cause all the old things are kept there. It's my favorite place in the whole house. The bed's over 100 years old. You like it there. So 
then it looks like we might get some sexy time between these two. Yeah. And you're getting prepared. Like, maybe, Mitty, like, I started... This is one thing the movie did really well, because I'm sitting there thinking, all right, everything's kind of weird, but maybe now she's... They're going to have, like, the one last final scene between these two. They're going to bone, and then that'll be the right. end of the movie. and everything will be okay. She just yeah. happens to be confused between what's fantasy and what's yeah, reality. because they're older. I mean, also, because right. they're older people yeah. then. Yeah, it's like on like, Golden Pond with the film starts, and you're like, well, yeah. how did this old couple end up together? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and, and the reason she has in trouble remembering is her mind's going, you know, because they're older. Right. And, he and that's lets, supposed to be kind of the sad thing. And maybe they maybe they played out these fantasies together where yeah. they pretended to be all these different people exactly. over time. All and this is just yeah. something that they've been doing, but this is how they actually met. And you're kind of like hopeful because you see how sad and lonely she is and you kind of want something good for yep. her and after as she, everything. He's laying on the bed and as she crawls over on him, uh, she raises up and she has a knife. He looks and she stabs him right in the fucking ocular socket. Yeah. And brutal you see it. And realistic. And holy shit, is it done well. Yeah. Holy fuck. I was like, I was like, this. holy shit. <laughs> and that's when it got really sexy for me. <laughs> then Gordon started just feverishly groping it himself no but see the thing that would have me kind of worried is she came in wearing that same lace outfit yeah like whenever like so all of the stuff that the, all these different fantasies were basically her playing out the scenarios in her head of how her first time with a man will go yeah and she's been desiring one for so long that eventually she knew someone would come to her yep. to fulfill her fantasies but the problem is reality came crashing in that he was never going to stick around right and so the part of her that wanted those fantasies and wanted to keep it going was suppressing the part of her that was doing what is happening here. Yes. And so the fracture in her mind that made it hard for her to remember what actually happened between fantasy and reality was having the reality of the fact that she stabbed the would-be lover in the fucking eye. Yeah. Murdering him. And then as he's screaming, she does get down. I think she stabs him again. And you don't get to see where, but it's somewhere in the body. She stabs him. Yeah. So she she ends it, you know. You get the, but, you but get the inclination that she kills him. Yeah. yeah. She definitely has killed him. Yeah. I mean, he's not walking away from that ocular wound. No, no. She just hastens it a little quicker with another bleeding injury. And then we cut to, again, present day. Her's an older woman, and she's again talking to the figure in the wheelchair, who we've been seeing this whole time as that other male character alive and, you know, just older. Yep. And we see it's actually a corpse. Uh She goes to hug it. Yep. Roll credits. Best fucking reveal ever. That was so fucking awesome. Yeah. At the very end, yeah. I went, oh, holy shit, we're right back to horror movie. This really crossed every fucking bridge. It was. It started out horror, it went to porn, and it ended on horror. It was a horror porn sandwich. And on top of that, it's an amalgamation of various fairy tale ideas yeah. of how relationships should get started or how virginities could be lost. Like that that type of uh, fairy tale um, telling of what romance should be, the idea of that. But it's also an inversion of it by just basically showing instead of them falling in love and having a life together, they have a sexual encounter. Yeah. And then that doesn't necessarily go on later on. But because it's someone that she's been desiring, they just keep, quote unquote, coming. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. And so like all these different things. But the reality of it is the really serious reality of it is this is a woman who has spent her entire life alone in isolation, was probably locked up by her mother and kept herself there, which is why she's so shy and awkward. Yeah. Lived inside an entire fantasy world and dreamed about 
all these things yeah. that should have happened to her to even, meet all of these men. Even the second story, which probably resembles the closest to her life out of all three stories. The guy who delivers the wood? Yes. Okay. And the girl locked in by her yeah. mother, yeah. It locked away in the house. Even in that story, at least that house was in town because there's a person coming up. This shack where she probably was raised uh-huh. was out in the middle of nowhere. There's no roads, no nothing, no clearings, no anything. Right. So literally she had nothing yeah. until she went to church one day and when leaving ran into a man who she who was a drifter and she was able to convince to come back to her place. Yeah, for a warm bed, a hot yeah. fire, and a good meal. Yeah, and, and then she murdered him so he could never leave her. She Jeffrey Dahmered him. Yeah. If he would have stayed willingly and would have shown that he wanted to be a part of her life in the fantasy world that she wanted, uh-huh. he probably would have gone on living. Yeah. But because he didn't fit what she wanted, part of her just basically snapped and made him conform to it by killing him and keeping him. Yeah. There's a little amalgamation of like Psycho with that big shocking reveal that they yeah, did. Yeah, like it's kind of obvious, but I love the way that they don't even explain it. They just throw that at like he's a corpse the whole time. Yeah. And if you go back and watch it a second time, which I did. Yeah. I mean, I watched it twice well, in one like, day because I was like, yeah. okay, I wanted to see all the hints and nods well, and looks like the and fir- the he- first hint is she tells him you need to get up yeah. out of that chair, you know, or so you won't be able to sleep tonight. Yeah. Well, of course he doesn't ever get up from the fucking chair. He's fucking dead. Yeah. Yeah. When she wheels him around the house, he can't move himself and all of that kind of stuff. And when he's talking to her, you notice that his voice is very different than when you have the flashback of what he was actually like. Yes. And also... I I think that's her doing his voice. Yes. And also, did you notice everything he said was something he said to her when they first met? So she never knew any more lines that he could say because that's all he ever told her. Yeah. And so she's basically repeating this stuff. And not only that, all the fantasies that she's trying to recall, like yeah. if this is actually how it happened when she's trying to remember what it is, uh-huh. she keeps saying that he's trying to tell her not to try and remember. But also whenever she's going off and telling these different stories and coming up with this stuff and he's basically telling you, you're making all this up, she's ignoring that stuff and she's just going by some of the things that he said and then that's feeding back into it for yeah. her. And so like the the psychology of what's going on in her mind and like how divergent from reality she has actually gone in this isolationism with this dried up husk of a corpse yeah. that is supposed to be the lover that she now has that she has no idea how he got there and then like the whole entire film is an unreliable narrator with a diseased mind trying to explain to you how they got in the situation that they're currently in mm-hmm. and then when you go back and piece it together yourself it becomes so much more disturbing and stuck in your head Yeah, that's why I had to watch it a second time it's fucked up man yeah I, I watched it twice yeah yeah, and not just for the spank factor because it wasn't there for me like but I seriously how about this legit I, the, the second time I watched it, I didn't watch the porn scenes. You just fast forward through for the story? I just, yeah. yeah, I just zoomed through them. I watched the, the story scenes to and get to the help dialogue more, and stuff, yeah. yeah. And, and to help me more with the notes, like to, yeah. to really help drive home yeah. like the story and stuff and get more info. I, 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 I zoomed through it and, and then I, I caught myself like it was after the second scene that the second porn scene that I zipped through the second sex scene. I went, if I reach the age where I'm fast forwarding through the porn and to get, get to, to the, the story, story. <laughs> It's like I've come, I've done, I've done a 180. Listen to me. If 15-year-old me saw what I was doing, he'd beat the shit out of me. <laughs> he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? I know, but the weird thing and is. why are you so much fatter and bolder than we are now? <laughs> 
The weird thing about it is, though, this particular film had a lasting effect on me more than a lot of other films. And I think it disarms you with the pornographic content. It does. It makes that end scene. It's so because all this porn. So here I'm thinking it disarms you. They're going to fuck here. This is how, you know, and then she's going to come back. And this is what I literally thought when she was coming into the room. I go, they're going to fuck. Then she's going to come back, you know, to present day. And she's going to be like, oh, that's how it happened. Right. You're going to get the normal romantic type of thing. Yeah, yeah, and she's going to sit on his lap, and it's like, you're going to realize this is like, because she's slowly going senile, this is what he does, because his body's obviously broken, because he's in a chair, Right, that he helps her right. remember things and get through the day, exactly and, what, and it helps sustain exactly him. Exactly what I was going through in my brain, I was thinking yeah. that that's the way it was going to be. So gonna we're going to, and then when she brought out the knife, I went, oh, fuck, and then the full on, like, I thought, then I went, oh my god, she might actually kill him, and I thought we'd just get this normal, but then we got that fucking ocular penetration, right? and I was like, oh, fuck! Fuck no, man. They just yeah. went full bore. This was this the, movie's all about penetration. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> with actual objects that can penetrate and then rope that doesn't quite do the job. Yes, right? <laughs> But that was the thing about that complete inversion of what you were expecting about when you're buying into the fantasy world, and then it turns out that, oh, this is a fantasy world, all right, but it's a fantasy world of an unreliable narrator who has a diseased mind, and you went along for the ride. After a little while, I was like, wait, wait, what's reality? Yeah, right. What's going on here? Computer and program. Right. (laughs) Computer and program. So that's why I watched it again, like almost immediately. Yeah. I watched it again just to kind of, and I did, I skipped through the pornographic stuff just to watch the story elements to see if there was anything that I missed. Did you ever, like, at one point, like, get worried 15 year old you would figure out how to use a time machine kind of looking over your shoulder constantly no yeah i kind of am because i know 15 year old me if he like stole some guy's time machine the first thing he would do is come see what older me is doing with his life and yeah i'm probably gonna get a decent ass weapon <laughs> i know 15 year old me would yeah. give current me a relatively good high five for a few things about my life uh-huh. and then we disappointed about other things yeah fast forwarding through porn to get the story uh-huh he would not have a problem with oh okay good that's good yeah that's good yeah my 15 year old me would, would, would definitely have a problem with that <laughs> well if he knew why i wasn't so into the pornographic elements of it yeah he would totally be okay with it okay i'm not gonna go into that no <laughs> no not with 15 year old you what the fuck does he know he's 15 <laughs> He knew surprisingly a lot more than what you would think for a 15-year-old boy. I mean, by the time he was 12, he had already seen plenty of stuff. I saw everything. That's also true. <laughs> I've really got not too much else to kind of go into on the film. I um, got nothing, so yeah, I mean, I'm done. I'm tapped out. I, I was like, the, the the whole inversion of the story was so well done. I was super stoked and happy about it. Yeah. And like, I really dug this film. And then that's what got me into looking at the, the still frame stuff. Yeah. And because of that inversion and because it was so shocking, this film had a huge battle for obscenity. Yeah. And all of that kind of stuff. Because the violence and the sex mixed together really perturbed some people. For, for me, the only thing that really stuck in my crawl is that first that first fantasy scene. Them on that fucking bridge, just that dialogue, just, I almost wanted just to fucking take a pencil and shove it right into my eyeball and just end right. it. After that, though, after you get through that, everything else is pretty fucking well done for something that's considered to be pornographic. That, that was a pretty well-made fucking movie. There's plenty of these from the 70s that are art house films that involve that kind of stuff. And these guys did pad out shit. A tight hour and 14-minute movie, and you got entertainment value out of it. They knew what they were fucking there's some other filmmakers we've done who could take some fucking notes <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're gonna make your film that long at least put some serious deep penetration in it clip 
<laughs> and on that note, we're going to take another break here. We're going to play a promo for another podcast. We're going to have a little bit more music befitting of Memories Within Miss Aggie. And of course, when we come back, we will have some PSYOP news. Are you sick of the same old tale podcast? Well, then join Vanessa and Darren as they dissect movies of all kinds. The two lifelong cinema lovers bring their favorite curiosities and first-time watches to the operating table and inject them with a healthy dose of snark. Then there's the waiting room where they examine books and short stories. So just look for them on Apple Podcasts and where fine podcasts are available. They're part of the Legion Podcast Network. Follow them on Twitter at VD Clinic Pod. Join them on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash VD Clinic Pod or email them at vdclinicpod at gmail.com. They're ready to cure what ails you. <laughs> and still, they just might be a little contagious. song is way more ominous after we yeah, revealed what right? we revealed about this film. No uh, shit. I think if we had listened to that before, it'd been like, oh, this is a nice little song. And now it's like, never mind. That's creepy as shit. So we're ruining more love songs than Stephen King tonight. Because yeah. he does that a lot He in loves his work. doing that. Yeah, he loves to invert the meaning of stuff and make you think things that you don't want to think. Exactly. Speaking about thinking things I don't want to think, man. Yeah. Give me some psyop news. comes from one of our fans, Pete. It's our boy Pete from the Good Beer Bad Movie Night. All right. A uh, Florida woman who pulled gator from pants during traffic stop gets probation. Blood jizz. And uh, here, just get a real quick uh, look at that picture. Everyone can see that. It's on the Facebook group. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. She made, if there's anybody who's going to pull an alligator out of their pants, it's that lady. Um, no. Really? She's giving you that cockeyed look like, you know, fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I got a gator in my pants, and if you don't like it, I'll fuck you up. Clip, clip. The loving three-way <laughs> with a corpse? Probably. Uh, this is out of Punta Gorda, Florida. Are you sure you're pronouncing that right? I don't know, but I don't care. It's, it's, I mean, what would you, what would you Shut say? up. Are you talking about penises? Not currently, Not but we currently just were. We were. <laughs> Where have you been? <laughs> 
What do you think when you look at that picture of her, Matt? I have the most confused erection right now. <laughs> no, man, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a fear boner. Vagina smells like dead body. Well, I don't know. I, you put a gator up in there. I don't know what it's going it's to smell like. The swamp. If you want a fear boner, <laughs> officials say a Florida woman who pulled a small alligator from her yoga pants during a traffic stop, pulling it just to pull it, and illegally possessed numerous other wild animals, has been sentenced to probation. That's just like traces of death. Fucked a porno. First of all, she needs to get animal cruelty in there for shoving any other living being against its will into an orifice of her body. Right? Yeah. Florida prosecutors say a Charlotte County Sheriff's deputy stopped a pickup truck in May after it ran a stop sign. The dr- what is with all these people who have like all these like seriously illegal shit? They're all running stop signs, all speeding or running stoplights. Because usually they get away with it. You know why, Matt? All cops are bumbling dummies. Well, you didn't have to answer for me. Well, holy shit, man. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I know that's how you feel, Matt. Old we're, cops are bumbling dummies. We are fucking, we are really gone on this show. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the driver, 22-year-old uh, 22 Michael Clemens, told the deputy he and his 25-year-old passenger, Ariel Sean LeQuire, were collecting frogs and snakes under an overpass. He Gotta gave, love a girl who can take a punch. What the fuck, man? He gave the deputy permission to search bags in the truck. Afraid of vaginas? When the deputy found 41 three-striped turtles in a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpack. It's going to uh, cost you some serious cost. Just the backpack? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I've, I've found that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle backpacks have offered me any opportunities. <laughs> uh, he asked if uh, Michelle LaCroix had anything else, and she pulled a one-foot gator from her pants. It's the erection that counts. Officials say the Clemson's case is pending. Finger so. bang a girl with a corpse hand. Wait, so the case is pending? Against the man. Against the man. Yeah, the woman gets probation. She should have animal cruelty for stuffing a gator down her pants. You would think. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, right. man, don't don't shove an animal into an orifice for your own sexual gratification. That's just wrong. Yeah, right? It's just fucking, that's insanity. Unless the animal can specifically say yes, 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 and is all into that, you can't do it. Real quick, another story, uh, and this is something I've seen. Or uh, if it's dead. If it's dead, yeah. I'm fine. You've seen they're going to have a Rudy Ray Moore film Yeah, Eddie it, Murphy? Yeah, Netflix, yes. Did you see the trailer yet i have not watched it i'm dude, trying to hold it. back oh dude watch it it is eddie murphy nails nails rudy nails him it's dolomite man it's happening phrasing are we not doing phrasing are we phrasing, phrasing anymore but no he it's it i will more real. than likely watch it we're gonna have to watch are we gonna do a show on it i, I guess we're gonna have to now because you put it out there into the universe for yeah. everybody well so did i it reminded me because pete also put it out there for everybody on the page i so. know i'm i'm avoiding watching the trailer i'm just gonna that's a good idea i'm just gonna watch that's what I don't do trailers anymore if I can avoid them. Like, I do them for the show. Yeah. But that's after I watch the movie. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, I try to not watch trailers. I just try to go by what I've seen. Like, and I'll do, like, set photos or, you know, like a poster or that kind of thing. But I try not to watch the trailers because trailers ruin everything. That's very they true. Always have. Yeah. Pulling it just to pull it. I'm a homosexual. How oh, dare you. Coming to me. I'm taking another dick. Everyone will be coming on my face. I've had seven dicks inside of me. Everyone will be coming on my face. All seven? Yeah, probably. I make money from my sex work. <laughs> well, thanks. Can you read the news? I'm trying to. Trying to find another good story here. My gum has a cure for cancer. That's not news. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, that one doesn't get a lot of airtime because it made me laugh. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yeah, this one's not a very good one. This one comes from The Witch. Uh, man's penis is literally turning into a bone. Ooh, is that me getting a metal rod shoved up my rectum? No. Uh, doc- so is it calcifying? Doctors at a New York hospital made an alarming discovery last week when a 63-year-old man went into the emergency room for knee pain. He must have an incredibly long penis. Uh, the man reported decided to visit Lincoln Medical and Mental Health Center when he began feeling pain after he fell on the footpath while walking with a cane, according to an article that will be published in the September issue of Urology Case Reports. Did he stick the needle down his pee hole? Jesus, Lee, give us a minute to tell the story. Why is he so interested always in the pee hole? I don't know. Who either. <laughs> uh, since the man had fallen on his butt, the doctors took an x-ray of his pelvic region and noticed something unusual. The authors, most of whom work for Lincoln Medical, wrote that the images showed an extensive plaque-like uh, uh, calcification. Calcification. Yes. And there's a lot of weighing around. In this urology yeah. department, apparently. Uh, along with the expected distribution of the penis. Don't threaten to cut off my cock for $60. The patient complained to doctors of penile pain, but he didn't have discharge, a swollen prostate, or uh, other clear penis-related symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow could it be a clip? Uh, Clear penis related symptoms? Yep. <laughs> I could see where that would be a clip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> babies are also. <laughs> Clear penis related symptoms? Yep. Yeah. Uh, always looking for Wang. If you want a fear boner. Mostly yeah. because I have put my penis inside of you. Bareback. <laughs> well, that happened a lot in this movie. Uh, well, I, I mean, three, well, twice, because, yeah, the third scene didn't have any of that. Uh, <laughs> as doctors would later discover, his penis was literally turning to bone-like because of a rare condition. All right, tell us what the condition is and exactly how rare it is. I need to know. <laughs> what are the percentages it's in my bloodline? Because yeah, I'm probably going to go to the doctor tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, I, I pride myself on how hard it can be, but I don't <laughs> want it to turn into an actual bone. <laughs> that or they just had a bukkake mouth party. <laughs> well, you won't be able to go to those if it's just bone. Oh, God, that would hurt. Uh, penile ossification is caused by calcium salt buildup in the penis's soft tissue. Another, calcium uh, salt buildup. Another calcium buildup. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the authors wrote that there are less than 40 published cases reports of penile ossification. Wait, less than what? 40. Oh, well, the odds are in published. our favor. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's published. Yeah. You never know what's happening someplace where things don't get published. To quote the Hunger Games, may the odds be ever in our favor <laughs> yeah, right. that we're not going to get that. A 2017 report from Reviews and Urology documents the case of a 43-year-old man who sought medical help after pain in his mid-shaft area spread to his entire shaft. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? Yes. Uh, doctors initially removed uh, fibromas or fibrous benign tumors from his penis. Oh. A few months later, the patient decided to have an inflatable penile process stasis implanted because he had been experiencing erectile dysfunction. And we're back to dicks. And doctors found that what appeared to be uh, calcified tissue along with 80% of the shaft. Fuck. Hey, the, bro, I can't get it up. The doctors determined that their patient had uh, Peyronie disease or penile fibrosis. According to the authors of Urology Case Report study, the 63-year-old patient who went to Lincoln Hospital also likely had the disease, but they weren't able to make a certain diagnosis. The patient <laughs> silicone penis budget is out of control. The patient left without getting tests or treatment, according to the paper, even though he had ossification along his entire shaft. We couldn't assess oh. the following elog- uh, the following causes since our patient decided to leave against medical device. Dude, why are you leaving? 
right, man. I would be like, I'll be right here. All he heard was that it could, could become bone hard. Yeah. And he yeah, was okay with and that. he's like, I'm 63. <laughs> When's the next time that's going to happen? I better run home to the wife. He's going to use it before he loses it? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Oh, Jesus. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> I love what? how all of our news stories involve genital mutilation or, or people not taking care of their junk yeah. properly. As long as no one's dying from it, we can laugh at it, right? <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah. But like, also, if you're having pieces of your anatomy removed yeah. because you let it, you got neglected. It, it or turned it, it to bone. <laughs> yeah. Or you stood over a boiling pot because Gwyneth Paltrow told you to. Yeah. Yeah. I forget who the listener was, but somebody. Somebody I, don't know if, I saw it. I saw it I don't it know too. if they made that meme themselves or if yeah. they just grabbed it, but that was fucking hilarious. It was great. It was uh, like Steam Abiva. Oh, real quick. Yeah. I just want to give credit. It was uh, Craig who posted the uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. Okay. Uh, fucking joke. Listen to the show Craig posted yes, that. Yes. Okay. So I just want to give credit because we <laughs> talked about it. You want to try one more? Uh, yeah. I mean, we're real short on time. I mean, the movie review, we, I think we really went in depth, but it was yeah. also a very short flick. So. Yeah. I mean, hey, we've had longer shows. We have a little bit of a shorter show. It's not the length of the show, Matt. It's how, how you, you record it. it. Well, I think this one, there's more motion in the ocean, if you will. <laughs> this show's kind of like a chode. It's shorter, but it's got girth. Yeah. <laughs> clip yep 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 <laughs> fuck it let's just call it a night I'd fucking call it a night not <laughs> that more. we're calling it a night wait, wait, this one's from jeremy though all right fine all right this one's from our buddy jeremy uh our buddy jeremy from the, the, the deuces Deuce. podcast yeah. yeah yeah okay gun stolen during an anonymous masked orgy please admit we're probably not going to solve this one if you want a fear boner this is on the daily news my gum has a cure for cancer <laughs> cops in eastern florida are not optimistic about finding a handgun that was stolen during a three-day orgy in Volusia County where the swingers and attendants all wore masks. It always a, comes back to dick. A three-day orgy, man. That is, that's a lot of orgying in. That's a, like a lot. You need to hydrate a lot. That's like some Gilligan's Island level shit right there. Yeah, yeah right? I mean, a three-day <laughs> orgy. A three-day <laughs> orgy. Flip. Uh, yeah. uh, we're probably not going to solve this one, Volusia County Sergeant Todd Smith said Thursday. Why is that, Matt? Old cops are bumbling dummies. Oh, good that point. is going to follow me for life. According to the Daytona <laughs> Beach News Journal, he also said identifying the thief by DNA is not going to be an option. Everyone will be coming on my face. <laughs> because there's a lot of DNA around. Roughly, 20- They've got plenty of specimens and they won't be able to narrow it down. <laughs> Roughly 20 people attended last weekend's sex party where a 9mm Glock went missing from a bedstand in the master bedroom at some Booty point. Juice. Booty and juice. Gotta have it now. If you're going to have a three-day orgy with that many people, would you like lock up anything valuable he had or at least make one room? One room, a non-orgy room. Okay. The logistics of an orgy for this type of thing. Yeah. Especially if it's going to be anonymous sex with a lot of different masks. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're going to want to establish some boundaries and some rules and some room areas. This is what you do. You need a specific fuck room. Yeah. Where everybody hangs out. It's got to be a pretty big room. This is 20 people. Right. Yeah. Which so maybe if, you convert your basement. Right. My basement could probably handle 20 people fucking in an orgy. Clip. Clip. <laughs> <laughs> but what you want to do is you want to have an established room like that. Then you want to have an area where people can scrub up and clean up. Yeah. Yeah. Preferably with a pressure washer. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of soap. If you have a pool, that would be best. No. Because you the, dive into the chlorine. The money you're going to go through in pool filters alone in a three-day orgy, Matt. Trust me on this. I have the bills to prove it. You don't even have a pool. Not now. I had to fill it in. 
But if you're going to have a get together like this, particularly anything that's going to be anonymous people showing up to your house, whatever it is. Yeah. Like even a Halloween party, even if it doesn't involve fucking. Yeah. Lock up the shit you don't want people getting near. Exactly. Like, okay. All right. So the bed, the gun was in the nightstand, probably in the master bedroom, whoever owned the place. Right. This is what you do. Get a doorknob that can lock from the outside where you only are the only one with the key. Lock it. You're good. No one's ever. Because listen, even at an orgy, you probably don't want people in your bedroom where you're going to sleep. Don't that- judge my life choices. <laughs> you must have an incredibly long penis. I mean, I, I do okay, Lee. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> totally hit that one by accident, but it worked out. Yeah, man, that really did. Uh, I got Botox in my scrotum. Your cum will probably taste better. Uh, complicating <laughs> matters further, participants at the Sorted Soiree were encouraged... Sorted Soiree? Yeah, that's what Did it they says. really write that? Yes, they did. Wow. <laughs> were encouraged to use aliases. The identified host who reported his pistol missing only knew a handful of the people who passed through his home during the erotic event, according and, to And the by report. knew a handful of people, it's how many people he could fit in one hand. Uh, you know right. I think that's going in the spank bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the sheriff's office said <laughs> the party had been promoted on social media. They also claimed gun theft in the area is on the rise. OMG, a jizz drinking game. And I didn't know a- we had audio from the party. Yeah, right. That or they just had a bukkake mouth party. And that 81 firearms have been swiped from unlocked cars so far this year. Holy fuck, who's leaving their car unlocked constantly with guns inside? Who's leaving their gun in a car? Fucking Florida, man. I'm telling you right now. Florida, man. That's the problem. That's it. That's it. Florida, man. Florida, Florida man. Florida does whatever man. dumb shit no one else can. Can he swing from a web? No, he can't. He's Florida, man. <laughs> Look out. He's on meth again. <laughs> Look out. He's got the bath salts again. Florida, man. <laughs> That's it. That, there you go. Now I'm, we're done. Now we're done. Yeah. <laughs> we are tapping out. This is this has been a genital filled show, even more than usual. Yes. <laughs> we're gonna take our final break here. We're gonna play our ending promo. We're gonna have a little bit more music befitting of memories within Miss Aggie. And when we come back, we will close out this really weird, twisted, overly graphically detailed fucking weird show. <laughs> if you enjoyed this show, then make sure you check out the other great shows on the Legion Podcast Network, like Cinema Psyops, Cinema Beef, Devour the Podcast. Duncan and Bo Come Correct, Exploding Heads Horror Movie Podcast, Friday the 13th, Get Slayed, The Hell Mean Power Hour, Hello, This is the Doom Show, Hero Hero Ghost Show, Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick Six Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shade Cast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Which Versus the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found.
Somehow the Don't You Remember song that I'm playing here really yeah. fucking fits the, uh, the overall story. I'm like legitimately creeped out from even, listening to the song and thinking about that. Even the type of music it is fits in with the time frame of this story. Kind, well, it's a little bit predates that because it's yeah. like the acid rock, like yeah, uh, but it British can look a little bit like. Yeah, you know, I can see it's where enough of a someone who doesn't know anything about music would confuse that and think that that era matches. Sure, you know, fuck you, man. <laughs> you know I don't know anything about music. <laughs> that was hurtful. Yeah, it was. I'm really sorry about you're that. A fucking dick. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry at all. I know you're not. I'm not sorry. I stole the money. <laughs> God, Cheech and Chong reference. Are, are, you, are you not sorry you stole the gun, that my 9mm Glock from that anonymous sex party you went to? If I admit that I was there, then it's no longer an anonymous sex party. <laughs> now is it, Matt? <laughs> if you'd like to keep up with all the happenings of where the Cinema PsyOps anonymous sex parties are, the best place to find that <laughs> is legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash PsyOps. You may not know this, but horny singles in your area are looking to hook up with you. Listen, we've said it before, we'll say it again. If you guys have a massive fan orgy, we'll come and we'll watch it. I mean, we're not going to partake No, we'll in watch it. it, then we'll come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and we'll even, like, give commentary, like, two sports announcers. But we, we, we can't partake because we're both married and monogamous. So, there you go. I guess. Yeah. Or, or well, okay, I, I'm married and monogamous. I don't know about Cord's life. I'm married. Uh-huh. I am monogamous. Uh-huh. But... <laughs> But what do, do you have it? Do, do you uh, what's a, a hall pass? If all the listeners of the show get together for an orgy, you can jump in. Let's see if we can make that happen. <laughs> In order to find a way to try and coordinate that, you want to get on our Facebook group, Cinema PsyOps. You can find me on Facebook to tag me in all of these efforts to make this happen, Court PsyOps. You can tag Matt in these efforts, Matt PsyOp. You can email feedback to Matt, PsyopMatt at gmail.com. Let him know that he's paying for all the cleanup and lubricants of this. Oh, man. You know what? The lubricants won't cost so much. It'll be the air fresheners later. PsyopMatt at gmail.com. You can email feedback to Court, CinemaPsyOpsCourt at gmail.com, where you can threaten to tell his wife all these weird jokes that he just made yeah. about trying to get a hall pass for an orgy for the listeners. <laughs> I don't, You know what? She shouldn't even be mad. <laughs> she should be like, yeah, on the off chance, go ahead. <laughs> no, she should get mad. <laughs> the levels of shit I got that we're covering a porn this week. Oh, man. yeah. <laughs> she was teasing me relentlessly. It was fucking hilarious. You see, I didn't know what we were getting. And so when it got to the first porn scene, I stopped it, went upstairs, looked at my voice, but yet, yeah, it finally happened. She goes, what? I go, we're covering a porno. She goes, oh my God, it finally happened. She's like, you've been joking about it forever. <laughs> you can tweet a couple of tweets to a couple of twats and link us up with the aging porn stars that we were talking about that may be on the hate-filled shit fest that is currently Twitter. I am at court underscore psyop and he is at psyop Matt. Yeah. We'll follow some porn stars there. Yeah. We'll follow oh. some porn stars anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> except into the bathroom. Yeah, I don't know what you guys going on, going on over there. I better stay out in public. Unless it's their bathroom and we're laying some pipe. <laughs> oh, you be fixing up their bathrooms? Right. Yeah, renovating the house. Right, or delivering some wood to their shed. Maybe, or, you know, cleaning their pool. Right, showing up with some pizza. Yeah, I mean, whatever. All of these things you can see photos of on our Instagram, cinema underscore psyops. I just set us up for really bad alternative photography, uh, uh, I can tell. Yeah, 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 we're in a lot of trouble here. <laughs> we're also on Flick Chat. I believe the code for that is cinema psyops, all smashed together, all lowercase and all one word, but I haven't been on there since last week when I mentioned that we had it, and I know Matt still hasn't signed up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking asshole. I gotta, I gotta do that. And I'm sure there's like a listener out there who's like really trying to interact with us on that, uh, and we're both assholes for not being there. <laughs> oh, 
okay, all right, I'm going to do it tonight. I will get out there and I will access it tonight. And that is where you're going to want to go to try and set up this orgy thing. Yeah. So yeah. that Matt can view it for his own personal pleasure. <laughs> don't don't kink shame me. I'm not. That, did you had a look. <laughs> <laughs> no, that look was, I better get invited to this shit, too. <laughs> well, while you're out there setting up your own orgies, do not forget to kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch. Don't you had seven dicks inside of me. Motherfucker. We're going to have a little bit of music befitting of memories within Aggie. I, you know, I'm surprised. I think I got that right. Yeah, I'm surprised you're you're, you're going so quick to the movie because we really got to pad out the episode. <laughs> I got a lot to say about the movie. Okay, I got right, a good. lot of stuff that we need to talk awesome. about. Let's, I think we're going to be just fine. All right, let's do it then. Yeah. Because I don't have much to all right, just hold off there. I'll take creating motherfucker. Let me do this again from the top. All right, sorry. Three, two, one. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I gotta go. <laughs> what is this, a wooden dildo? Because I saw that in the last movie, and it ended up so good for those people. I mean, it turned out okay. How did it turn out okay? The dildo didn't splinter? Duh. Hold on. A woman in our last movie uh-huh. was sexually assaulted with a wooden dildo that was coated in snake blood for lubricant. Yeah, that was horrible. Yeah, Okay, that That's, was horrible. I'm not saying that wasn't horrible. Okay. You said it, it wasn't that bad. It could have been significantly worse. That thing could have splintered on her. But that doesn't mean what happened wasn't bad. You can't say it wasn't that bad. Always look on the bright side of life, Matt. <laughs> Since when have you started looking on the bright side of life? Since I got put on Zoloft. <laughs> Fucking A. Okay. I'm not any happier about this than you are. I just can't feel that I'm unhappy. Listen, listen. The Zoloft is ruining the show. Right? I'm sorry. You're going to have to let your crippling depression take over because that's how we get listens. All right? He glazed those buns and made them a honey bun. Yeah. He did okay. Yeah, man, they look like Krispy Kreme donuts before it was all said and done. But not quite as edible. <laughs> what do you mean not quite? <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. Uh, well, Don't we... kink shame me. <laughs> I'm not. I was just asking you a question for fuck thanks. Uh, we, we... Fucking Jesus Christ. I'm just saying my choice of donuts is a little bit better than Krispy Kreme. I oh. like actual donuts, not oh. crack laced fucking sugar on top of bad donuts. Damn, dude. All right. Settle down. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So what I was turned on about the honey buns being glazed yeah. got ruined by the image of Krispy Kreme donuts. Just now? Just then. Yeah. Just then. I'm sorry I ruined it for you. That's okay. All right. <laughs> I have the movie. I can watch it again if yeah, I want you to. Yeah, you can. Just you, not like you remember anything I said.
this a wooden dildo grunting and pointing at your crotch going me time now me time now you get one money shot but after that we're gonna fuck with your movie all right i got a gator in my pants and if you don't like it i'll fuck you up